What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to a very special PlayStation Drive X Console Creature Creature Cast crossover event. We're back for another team up of the uh, September 14th. team up dream up of all the team ups. Team of, up dream up, man. 14th. It's like right there. Just take it. September 14th crossovers. This is the one that'll go down in the history of, of September 14th. My name's Matt. I'll be your host for the shows today. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself. Wow, my brain literally just went floating for a second. Mr. Court Lama, what's up, Court? Hey, buddy. It's like it's like your my brain is like switching over to your body, and like you've got the tired brain that I had earlier today. Tire brain? Tired. Tired. Tire brain. Mm. Welcome well, to the Tire Brain interject? Podcast. Can yeah. I interject quickly? All three yeah. of you have mood lighting. If you're looking at the screen right now, it's like a mellow blue. Yeah. Mellow blue I always mellow blue. have the mood lighting. And then you have me. You got a blue wall. Out. I got a I blue know, wall. This, yes. is, this is this is my, my childhood bedroom. I'm still here until I move into my house. So I just I stick out like a sore thumb. So like you three look incredible. Say hi to your lighting. mom for me. She's in Greece, so I can't. Sorry, she's probably sleeping right now. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm an orphan right now. My parents left. Me. That that was the perfect retort. And uh, well, well, Court and I are here. Obviously, we were joined by the console creature himself. What's up, Bobby? He's the tech with the specs. He actually um, has a nickname. I said Bobby. Oh no, Steve is also one of them. I mean, you gotta. Be a little bit more specific. Well, like, he oh, Bobby is the creature. Now there's a bunch of mm -hmm. us. Like there's literally like, I don't know, like a little anthill of them. Anthill. I'm to. Oh, yeah, it's a mountain. We're, we're not. We're not in a mountain yet. We're an anthill. We're gonna build a mountain. Build a mountain. We're, we're an anthill yeah. that's masking yeah. a ray, masking around as a as a as a mountain. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. 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 And of course, I, legendary I'm detective great. himself, Mr. Steve Monday. <laughs> Steve Monday on the case, ladies I, and gentlemen. Bobby's like, by the way, I'm I'm good. I am good. good. Just because, like, there was an announcement today that that just like made me want to like. Yeah, you nice Final Fantasy guys are just like, oof. you had you had, you had a day up. today. Hold on, wait, Bobby, what announcement? Because there's been so many today, and I think I know which one you're talking about, and I don't know if Court's right, but hit us with it anyway. You mean that we Rebirth got a release date for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Dude, yeah, you put out like 15. I, I've that... never seen Bobby tweet so much in my life. Yeah, just that's like, what it does to me. Screenshots, screenshots, And he was putting all these in. I know they were like inside jokes about Final Fantasy or like things because I had no clue what he was talking about half the time. Just like, well, he, I mean, he when made you're some comment about the guy on the little the the little scooter thingy. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. Cloud's riding a Segway. That's never happened yep. before. Like that, that is Dude. like like the best thing that could have happened in that whole trailer. A hundred percent. Did you that's see that meme, Bobby? Of, of of cloud on a normal segue and sephiroth on a very tall segue yeah made me laugh hey it's... bobby i had a moment today during that part i said to matt isn't that the guy from kingdom hearts and matt was like actually yeah i was he i is. i can't yeah that's all he i knew is. lance bass I'm disappointed you didn't call out his famous appearance in super smash brothers ultimate court See, i so i don't play smash bros at all. Well, you don't play anything fun, though. That's the thing. You play like incorrect. <laughs> I'm right now currently playing. Um, uh, Let's hear how fun Fest. it is. I okay, love it. That's one game. That's one game. That's good. I play NHL. It's a great game. I like the Division Two. Fun game. I like Mario Wonders. I'm very excited about that. I like Mario games. Smash Bros. is just not my thing. It's not my thing, man. It's just it is what it is. That is, you would. That, that's very sus to me. I don't know if anybody else I don't, agrees with me. Wow, Bobby is no, using I'm... slang. Mm. 
That's sus. Well, just using well, sus. You lack the Riz to to play the Smash. No, I, <laughs> I don't like fighting games, period. They're just it's not a fighting game. It's not a fighting game. It is, though. It isn't, though. It's a brawler. Steve Brawlers are different than that, that, that made such a difference. It's this right close. up there with Final Fantasy of the things I don't care about. Oh, that well, like you guys just almost ended Steve. He yeah. almost literally just you almost everywhere. I don't even know what that word is. Someone was talking about in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like the first movie. Riz. You know, that, like the, you know, like the crackers, Ritz yeah. crackers. I get that, yeah. but I don't yeah, know. You got the Ritz. Ritz. That's all you need to. You, got the, you, you know. got the Ritz. You don't got the Riz. You have the. Oh, Ritz. I don't even. Oh, Yo, Gord's got the Ritz. Oh, I sometimes you got the shit. Like that's about it. On this week's no. Crossover Sorry, episode. We're gonna keep it rolling, folks. <laughs> this crossover episode. We're gonna be here talking about the state of play. We're gonna be talking about Spider-Man 2. We have a whole bunch of things to talk about. As is always, we're missing Dave on this special crossover. We've had him last time, but it's okay. We'll get him back next time. I miss you, Dave. He's a traitor. I'm calling him out right now. This just, so and to be away on the busiest day of the, the week. Sorry, guys. I'm calling him out. Yeah. BS. But <laughs> Well, I mean, like, well, think about it. When he was, when we were, when we were going to Fan Expo, he was mysteriously sick, and then he ended up showing up. And then today, on the busiest day, he's mysteriously gone. He mysteriously yeah. got a ride home. <laughs> mysteriously. Well, mysteriously. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then mysteriously forgot that he left his car at the train station, so I had to drive him to the train station, not to his house. It was funny. <laughs> well, yeah, but okay. I was. So when it's we got, okay. we were, I was driving towards his house. He's like, "Oh yeah, my car's at the train station, actually." So then we had to go to the train station and take him to his car. And the That's funny thing incredible. was. <laughs> I was on the phone this entire time. I was pretty much on the phone with them the entire ride. Oh, home. yeah, he was. Matt was talking to us the whole way home. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> OnStar? Because awesome. Matt was driving home, so then we talked about we, we talked to Matt the whole way home. OnStar. He was like OnStar for you guys. That's beautiful. It yeah, sounds like it, a much right? better better night with a much better turnout than staying out until 2 in the morning, <laughs> shutting down a, you, shutting um, down a so bar. So I have a photo of Steve that yep. I have encapsulated that I zoomed in Thank only you. on his face, and I Thank will keep you. that on my phone. So Steve, actually, because you don't have an icon of your face, like a for your iPhone, it's your. Just app. to let there you know, go. as someone that has the new update, and it's now no longer a beta, by the way, it just switched over on my phone. If you're in the beta program, it switched over to the new iOS. But anyways, because um, I tried to get it off, but you now, when you call yeah, you me, did. it is your face on that box. Yes, looking disheveled. I love that. I love that. I love that it's for me and you. <laughs> for everyone involved steve just has enough power to like power the entire downtown core of toronto now that's all that's it's it's all what on I my am, shoulders i'm 100 and a new shower was like i think i'm gonna go home and riley looked at me and was like i don't think you should i'm like that means i definitely should yep you don't trust riley with anything he says that's that's well steve's like you can crash on my couch i'm like there is way too many red flags here there is i have to get <laughs> up early <laughs> Yeah, you would not have gotten up early whatsoever. Oh no, man. No. It would have been yeah, bad. but also Riley would have probably made you drink more because that's just what he does. That's it's just Riley. good old times. Are we here good for time. a state of play? <laughs> We're here for a state of play. Okay. We are here for a state of play. We were here for a bunch, but of course, you know, we, this is this is like standard procedure for the PlayStation Drive X console X creature cast because we can't we argue about pies, we talk about stuff. This just this is. I like, had a, I had blueberry pie for dessert today for dinner. It I'm was very good. proud of you. It was good. That sounds. Steve looked like he was like I'm in for that. It was yeah, good. That it was a mini blueberry pie. They got them at they got them at Loblaws. They're like little, little yes, tiny ones. I know exactly the ones you're talking about. They're so it was good. so good. Yeah, so I had microwave for like twenty seconds. Oh. So good. Ooh. 
I had a coconut cream bun from Nations today, and it was Ooh, on that point. Sounds that sounds That sounds. They are like the best good. treat you could buy for a dollar ninety-nine. So yeah, that sounds that sounds real real good. But that, that, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Some of the logistical stuff that we got to clear out here, because of course, on the PlayStation Drive side, we got to clean this dusty old garage of ours. If you're watching us right now on YouTube.com/slash/CarpoolGaming, like, subscribe, share, hit that bell so you're notified when all the good thing happens. Head to Patreon.com/slash/CarpoolGaming. Pot, toss in bucks into the chip, tip jar. Out comes a cornucopia of content for you to consume. And of course, if you're listening on your podcast service of choice, head to Spotify or po- Apple Podcasts or whatever. Hit us with, with that review. Leave us that five stars. We appreciate you all very, very much. Now, I'm going to toss it over to Steve to plug CreatureCast. Woo! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you uh, for that that toss-up. I grabbed it right here. Um, yeah, so right now is the time that everyone's listening to this. We also put up uh, a in-depth Spider-Man preview on the Creature Cast. I also have an interview with senior art director Jacinda Chu on the on the episode as well. But what I did was for all you people who don't like to listen to stuff all that much, you don't like sitting there with uh, ear pods in your ear. Uh, I, I transcribed the interview for the the website, so you can find it there as well. Um, it's a great great conversation I had with her. I highly encourage people to check it out. We talked about Easter eggs. We talked about uh, the suits. We talked about you know just just everything everything to do with like the art direction for marvel marvel spider-man 2 um and then also yeah if you want to check out consolecreatures.com there's a whole bunch of in-depth coverage from this state of play the the team the writing team over there including bobby and uh everyone just chipped in did the what court what like matt wrote the article you're like bobby and like the people i honestly didn't see i'm (laughs) (laughs) i have have today Matt, yeah, yeah, Matt, I'll give you your flowers. I am sorry. I, I'll he's be honest. LA I did not even. Guys. He's on LA Times. Yeah. He's, I've been, cool, I've been, man. I've been doing. Uh, he's, the been schmooz- he's been schmoozing and boozing with uh, Insomniac Games and PlayStation. So yeah, let's mm-hmm. just call it what it is. He's he's a booze hound right right now. Still drunk. Still Matt, drunk. you did a really great job. I'm only guessing <laughs> that. I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm guessing you've done a really great job today. So I want to give you Thanks, a pat man. on the back, some flowers, and uh, it was like tire tire team. You like really drifting it on the website. Uh, so you mm-hmm. guys should all go check out consolecreatures.com. I'm deflecting everything that court said there, uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. That's uh, that's all I got to to plug right now. Heck yeah! Without further ado, folks, we had we had a big day, video a big day in video game land today. Uh, there was a state of play. There was a Nintendo Direct. We're going to talk about the state of play here and then a little bit more about Spider-Man. But without further ado, I'm going to pull up this handy dandy boop. console creatures wonderful article coming from our, our our little spot where, of course, Court and I are now writing. We're all part of the family. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to I want to shout out the the Ooh. homie though. Uh, I want to shout out Patrick who put this article together for for the site. But of course, we're going to go through here. We're going to talk. About some of the announcements. Uh, before we get into the nitty gritty of all of the uh, of some of the announcements here, I want to just go around the horn and give our initial thoughts and impressions. Court, how was the state of play today? Surprisingly good. Not okay. every game was for me, but I felt coming out of it, uh, even in the comments where we were doing it live, people seemed to be more engaged for this than they were for the showcase, which is which is crazy to me. But I felt there was something for everybody in here. Um, the Spider-Man 2 trailer, I think the hype is, is it's there uh, with the game being so close. Uh, well, we got more Spider-Man 2, and they they showed some really cool things, and it will talk more into it. And um, 
I really just thought it was decent. It it just hit games, games, games. They did show those new plates that actually looked good. And it, it didn't feel, nothing felt disjointed. I felt with the showcase for some reason, some of those videos were pigeonholed and it looked a little disjointed. This felt like it had a very good rhythm and it was a decent, a decent state of play. Steve, what do you think? It was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't disappointed by any means. It was kind of one of those where I walked away fully knowing that there was something at least there for someone. Um, mm-hmm. It was a well-diverse kind of catalog of announcements, updates, and stuff like that. I do think that opening up with Baby Steps was a one of the weirdest decisions I think PlayStation <laughs> has ever made. Um, not only was it a weird game to kind of set the the nuance and kind of set the tone for this state of play, but it just went on way too long. I didn't I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Uh, it's playing on the screen right now, but yeah, it was just a very strange thing because like. For me, there was there was that moment where it kept going on. I was like, oh, people must know who this character is, must know what this series is if it's going on this long. Because that's how almost they're treating it. But yeah, it was a weird one. I love that we got some some updates for PSVR 2. I think that was uh, sorely needed uh, this year. Mm-hmm. I think we need more to, to kind of look forward to. So I'm glad we got that. Obviously, the Spider-Man stuff, great to see one kind of last... Uh, especially being uh narrated by uh creative director brian intahar that was awesome and then mm-hmm. yeah for for bobby and all the the nerds out there ending with final fantasy 7 rebirth was honestly really great i i, I love that trailer i thought it popped off it's wild to me that this game is two discs in an age where we're printing discs on their blu-ray discs that that hold a ton of data and yet yeah. we're still in a world where you gotta have two of them that just blows my mind but yeah it was fine i, I thought there were ebbs and flows to it but I, th- I think framing it around a state of play worked to their benefit rather than just being like the the long rumored summer showcase that playstation kind of had uh maybe cooking or at least that was the rumor mill right well said bobby what do you think about today's state of play solid b plus i think just because it had a solid uh, outing i mean it was way better than the last showcase which was a nightmare i think it was just really disappointing to see sony uh announce a showcase in may and it was like nothing there's literally nothing that really redeemed it and then september rolls around and like we know what the next six seven months of playstation games are going to be like so it looks like they're on the right track i mean it's good to see PlayStation VR 2 get some love again. I mean, they announced mm-hmm. Mannequin yesterday. They announced, uh, I think Ghostbusters looks all right. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing Ghostbusters. But yeah, all around, I'm impressed. They they ended it on a high note. That Final Fantasy VII trailer is just like, it's like, remember those pixie sticks that you ate as a kid? I felt yeah. like I just had like 13 of them watching that trailer. It was just like, memories were flooding back from when i was you know eight years 10 years old playing that game you can see vincent like you can see kate sith and Mm -hmm. you see the golden saucer and then you see all the mini games that were there and it's like wow they're really going all out because i mean it seems like a big departure from uh remake it's a lot more open world there's a lot of easter eggs like i don't know i'm just i'm I'm still taking it in i think it's one of the best trailers they've put out for that game since you know it was announced like last year 
Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I think this was a really, really solid state of play. I think my expectations were lowered when it was announced as a state of play rather than being the showcase, like Steve mentioned, that was long rumored. Um, and then right. I was really pleasantly surprised. I think I was, uh, they exceeded my expectations from what I expected from them today. Uh, I think we saw, I got some, we got some really great games. I think almost every one of them had me at least curious to check out. Um, yep. And like, you know, like Bobby mentioned, ending on Final Fantasy was such a huge, huge, great way to do it, especially with the release date and such a lengthy trailer. I really thought that they were going to hold that more for TGS, uh, mm -hmm. which is just around the corner. But it was nice to see them kind of, you know, come out swinging. Um, and I, I, I thought they did. A, I thought they did a good job today. Do I think it was enough given everything going on with PlayStation Plus pricing and everything else right now? I don't know. But watching it, I had a lot of fun. And like like Bobby said, I was like a kid on Christmas Day throughout the final fantasy stuff in the back end and throughout spider-man mm -hmm. so let's do some run-throughs let's talk about some of the stuff that we saw because like steve mentioned we kicked things off with baby steps a very weird weird very very weird start that won me over by the end the humor hit for me the dialogue was stupid and funny but i'm actually curious enough to check this game out uh, i really hope that this is one of those ones that goes straight into extra when it launches because i think this would be a great game for that kind of service uh right. but i'm in on baby steps uh, i'm going to open it up to the panel here uh, thoughts and feelings, baby steps. Yeah, baby Steph steps is what uh, what Court will be doing if he stayed out with me and Riley. A hundred percent. That is that is truth because I watched the guy just fall flat on his face, and that's how it started. I don't know go. what about this game. That's court. I want to play it. Uh, Steve's that's couch. Court. Yeah. But <laughs> this is court. Matt, when you brought up PlayStation Plus once again, I think that I'm I'm looking back at at this game and another game that I thought uh, Helldivers two that we'll get to that I thought for sure would have it. I'm still surprised we're not getting that thing that Xbox does so well in their in their showcases uh, or their 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 directs themselves. There is no coming to PlayStation Plus that we didn't get that game, and I, and I still I think that has more impact. And this is one of those games where at the very end I'm very shocked it did not say coming to PlayStation Plus. This very much reminded me of the PlayStation 5's version of Octodad. Or yeah. Quop. Very good point. Like that's that's, that's what that's, it is. The, yeah, right. But no, I mean, listen, it's still too early. Like Sony doesn't need to. Okay, so that's a two part thing. One, Sony doesn't need to announce that it's coming to PlayStation Plus yet because it's Sony. They can do whatever the hell they want. They're Sony. Jesus. Two. Like my wife. I know, right? Well, that's okay. That's just another stream we can talk about that one. Because <laughs> anyway. With the price increase, they they they're gonna start having to say it's coming to PlayStation Plus on this day mm -hmm. because like this big price increase, it, it was it blindsided everybody, and I know a lot of people are not gonna renew it at at their current tier. They're probably just gonna go for like the basic one where you just get you know one game a month and your your cloud storage. So they're gonna need to start doing it at this point if if they want to you know retain their subscribers because like. Sony, I feel like they shot themselves in the foot last week. This state of play did not redeem them in that sense. Like I'm still really upset with them. I mean, in Canada, mm -hmm. it's what what 190 a, a year for a premium. Premium, yep. And after tax, that's 200 dollars, which is still I understand cheaper than you know Xbox Game Pass. Mine needs to be renewed in two days. I, I oh, I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good until 2027. So. I, I, I took advantage of the this the sales, but at this point it's just like it's still not enough. Like I understand, like next month it has a, for any RPG fan, next month it has or even sorry, next month. September has five Star Ocean games. 
a bunch of pretty decent titles like Nier's coming out. Like these are really, really solid games for for someone like Matt, myself. I don't know how Steve feels about Star Wars, and I, I don't think they ever played them. And Court, I know you're 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 just allergic to good games, so that's that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's just like they they have they have a lot. They're they're they have to use baby steps to get back to where they are. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, I think I think I think Bobby's onto something. I think that I'm hoping that this is something that they'll talk about. I agree, Court. That it's not. It would be nice if they got this messaging out sooner. Um, but you know, I'm sure. Like, I mean, I don't think we figured out, found out that like Stray was coming day and date until like right before launch. So I mean, I'm. They they seem to wait with their messaging. Um, same thing happened with like moving out too. That was just suddenly. By the way, it's coming extra right away. Um, so I'm hoping that I, I would be nice if they talked about it sooner. But it is what it is. Um, moving on to, hold on, I'm just going to pull this boy back up. Moving on to the next thing we saw, which was the Ghostbusters VR game, which is looking pretty cool. Um, I think this would be a lot of fun to play with some friends. Court, you are a Yeah, I'm 100% in. Huge Ghostbusters fan. This comes out on my birthday. This will be okay. what I'll probably play for a little bit. I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm very, bit excited about this. I'm, uh, I'm all in. Court, are we going to be busting together on your birthday? Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I, the hey, fact whoa, that it comes whoa, whoa, out, whoa. I was this like, is a, this is, this is a, child-friendly show so you keep your busting to yourselves guys Let that just dude you don't have to go there if you don't go there Bust it doesn't the go there but yeah oh, this okay. this looks like a lot of fun i know um you know the psvr2 we both feel that it needs to have a little bit more said about it um we really like walkabout mini golf this looks like one of those games that i can hop in and i can have a lot of fun playing so, so i'm excited about this game i want to interject something because uh jake steinberg a friend of both console creatures and you know playstation drive says he said this as this trailer came out. It says it's crazy that an IP as creatively bankrupt and as uninteresting as Ghostbusters continues to get one or two extremely mid-looking video game releases every year. And on one front, I agree with him because we're just getting these these asymmetrical there multiplayer so games. Unpack there with just lies after I, lies. I, I kind of agree with him on that sense because like, sure the, the last couple of games were kind of mid, but if we got like a proper sequel to Ghostbusters, the video game. I think that's the direction it should go. Kind of like a Gears of War sequel kind of thing. Instead of, you know, these multiplayer games where it's just like you gather a couple friends and you bust ghosts. Like I think having like a story driven game where it adapts things from the cartoons or allows some freedom where you're not playing as, you know, the iconic for Ghostbusters, right? You get new characters like adapt the, adapt the Ghostbusters afterlife. Bring in new blood, bring in new characters, and then let people, you know, enjoy Ghostbusters for what it is. Like it is a great IP. I just think it it it's stuck in the past. Steve, you're another PSVR two dude. You've been you've been in it since launch. Uh, does this do anything for you? Are you gonna bust with me in court on his birthday? Yeah, if y'all are busting, I'm busting right there next to you, boys. Let's yeah, go. Buddy. Let's bust. Let's bust the all over busting. each other. What are we doing? Yeah. Cross streams and everything. Oh, buddy, I'll cross more than streams with you. <laughs> this is but it also very is perverse. Just, are you stoked on this? Yeah, no, this looks great. I mean, uh, to a certain point, I kind of, like going back to Jake's uh, comment. Uh, I understand why some like diehard Ghostbusters fans are a little let down. That's always just kind of the same imagery, kind of the same time frame, stuff like that. But I think. The added twist of it being in VR kind of allows 
a little more creativity. Let us mm-hmm. let us play with like the basic tools before they start like expanding into like new and creative ways. Cause like at a certain point, especially with VR, it's already so niche. You have to have it feel familiar when you get in, or you can't have it feel so different that it immediately you're like, well. I don't really understand any of this, to be honest. Like, is it, like I just want to be a Ghostbuster. Like, that's 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 what the game is 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 optioning out, right? Like, so mm-hmm. I think from a foundation standpoint, it's it it's fine with me that it's super basic. I'm down with that. But then, yeah, maybe if we get a second one or if there's like expanded content to kind of go from from here, I would like to see them branch out, like Bobby was saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what it's going to look like. But uh, you know, coming October 26th. Uh, on court's birthday so we'll know more about it very very soon no, got a resident right. evil vr mode trailer for resident evil 4 and announcement of separate ways separate paths separate separate ways there we go featuring ada right. wong um the vr2 exp- uh thing for psv for resident evil 4 looks awesome surprisingly one of my favorite games this year for a song like, i'm not huge on resident evil but like loved playing it on steam deck and i'm very very much going to be, be replaying it on psvr2 uh and the ada expansion looks like fun but where are we at, panel, with Resident Evil 4 Remake on Inject VR? Inject it into my veins. Inject it into my veins. Yep. It is the best game in the series, I think, right behind mm-hmm. Village and 7. But, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to separate ways. It's out in a couple of days. Literally, what, a week from today. We're getting a new mm-hmm. expansion, and then we're getting the VR mode in the winter and some mm-hmm. mercenary stuff next week. I don't really care for mercenary, but looking forward to it. resident evils are solid solid franchise it's built itself back up into a like a monumental uh ip for capcom it it is definitely definitely worth playing even if you don't have a vr headset play the original resident evil 4 play the remake just play it and enjoy it because it it is one of the best games they've ever made yeah i i like i said i'm not big on resident evil loved love 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 my time with 4 remake uh, so I'm super, super stoked from on this. Court, I know you're you're a big, big old pass on this, but Steve, are you gonna hop back in? Did you play this? So, so I played the uh, like the console version. I loved it. I I thought it was great. I just wish this came out sooner because yep. I just don't know. Given that the time frame is coming out, am I gonna want to put the head headset back on at that time? I want to give it a, a solid go. I'm down for the DLC, like the console DLC and the mm-hmm. uh, separate ways and stuff like that. I just don't know if I have it in me to replay the game again in VR. It was the same thing with Resident Evil Village where I got maybe two hours in. I was like, oh, it's it's awesome. It's innovative. I, I love the way that it adopts uh, the VR language and stuff like that. But I, I just don't have it in me to play like a whole AAA game that I've already played again, but only in VR. Yeah, I feel you. I'm I'm curious to see if it'll grab me enough for a full playthrough, but I'm I'm very very excited to give it another look. Uh, we got a new trailer for Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, a game I know Court is very excited about, and I'm actually very curious about too. So, Court, how do we feel about the new bit of Avatar we saw today? I like I said before, we were watching it. I'm hoping, and this sounds terrible because it does look like Far Cry with Avatar. Um, I'm hoping there are some auto underwater swimming, um, kind of, kind of ally what we see in horizon. So like, because of how beautiful this world is in the movies, I'm hoping we get some of that graphical capability in during pl- gameplay. And then I'm also mm-hmm. hoping for more interactivity. I, I hope technically if it's a far cry esque, see these animals we see on the screen, 
I hope I can just shoot them and kill them and just have fun with it. Like I, that's what I'm really hoping. I'm hoping I can just go around and just destroy everything in my path, but we'll see. This is definitely a game we're going to jump into. I think it's the coming out at the perfect time. It's coming out when there's not much else around. I know dying light kind of like set the tone years ago when they brought it out in January and we're all just like, Oh, we don't need a game in January. And we find out, yeah, we do. So this coming out in December, I think it's perfect. It's going to be that game. I'll probably play over the Christmas holidays and we'll, we'll see if I like it or not. Bobby, Steve, any avatar hype? Um, I have, I don't know. I really like it. It, it looks no. cool. No, I'll play. I'm definitely going to review it. I'll, I'll, I'll do some, you know, previews and stuff. I mean, it's avatar. I respect the world. It's gorgeous. I mean, but really it's just, it, we've seen it. We've done it before. I mean, I, I don't know what it's, it's separating itself from any other game. That's like a third person shooter, whatever it does. I, I feel like we've seen it in far cry or you know the you know division it's it's just it's another ubisoft game i, I kind of know what we're gonna get mm -hmm. steve anything? yeah i i don't know i i'm i i personally think this is the best showing this game has had um Agreed. i mean the first couple trailers maybe i don't even know how many they've had so far anyways Everything I've seen thus far was kind of like meandering, kind of like middling. I was like, yeah, I guess it's just blue Far Cry. It's I like Avatar, especially the second movie. I thought was pretty pretty good. I, I it kind of brought me into the franchise a little more. So when they announced this, I was like, I know exactly kind of what Bobby is saying about like knowing what you're gonna get from it. This trailer though kind of spun that on my head. I was like, oh, they're doing more than just reskin far cry make it blue and add more bows and and stuff right. you, you have you know traversal elements there you have access to not only like the navi weaponry but like human weaponry as well like the guns the the helicopters all that stuff so i i'm hopeful on it and i'm right there with core where this game is coming out in december and if it can hold this december launch date this is perfect for me to to kind of coast through uh the, the holidays with um, especially if it's as expansive as it looks. Yeah, well said. I, I I definitely agree. I think it's hitting at the right time, and we'll obviously see more as we get a little bit closer. Uh, we got a new trailer for Ghost Runner 2, which is just around the corner, coming from at the end of October. Uh, this personally, I tried to get into the first Ghost Runner. It didn't really click, so this is not something I'm really looking forward to. But does anybody on the panel have any strong Ghost Runner feelings? It's incredible, the first one. I mean, if you like you know just roguelites where you're just you know doing the same thing over and over trying to find like the critical path to the next uh, you know objective it, it is a lot of fun i mean you can be a really creative with your sword play and like finding the path to get to your you know your next enemy or your, your next goal the demo's out right now i mean if you feel mixed on it check out the demo i mean i'm gonna do that right after we get off the panel i want to go see how how they've improved on ghost runner too because i mean the first one for a first outing for from like a newish studio, it was impressive. Yeah, I, I liked a lot of the pieces. I think I played it right after Neon White, and I think I just preferred the way that Neon White handled That's a strong comparison. I mean, Neon White was almost perfect. That's what I mean. So I think just the timing of it. I tried. I, yeah, I'm like, I need more of this kind of game. Let me try Ghost Run. Never tried it, and it just didn't stick. But maybe I'll, I think I'll give the demo a whirl and see if anything sticks. But Steve, any Ghost Runner feelings? No, I'm I'm gonna echo exactly what you said. I played Neon White. I was like, that's my game, not this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just don't crave these kinds of games all that much. Neon White kind of set the bar and that it's like, okay, maybe I'll wait for a sequel to that. I I'm just not really interested in the sequel, to be honest. Yeah, totally fair. Uh the next thing we got was a announcement of some new DualShock 
both uh, well, dual sense colors and plates for the PS5. Uh, we're getting three different colors, like a silver, a blue, and a red, all very earthy, kind of metallic looking. Um, I was a little bit whelmed by them at first, but the more I see of them, I do think these are pretty cool. Uh, I, I might grab the silver controller, but uh, and possibly the blue one. And I mean, I might just grab the red one too. We'll see what happens. But Court, <laughs> you had you had some thought, thoughts and feelings on these. Yeah, I ones. really like the silver with the the uh, sterling silver. I think it was called. I thought it really looked mm-hmm. looked really cool. I still am in the uh, the camp of you know, let me let me do some custom stuff, uh, especially with you know, I know what the cost of plate. The, these plates are probably running, and I know how the manufacturing works. Like. Just figure out a way so we can have some more fun with this, and we can do our own colors. But I, I appreciate that they're bringing these back. That these are they're bringing these out. I'm just hoping that they they're more readily available. I know with the last run they did, like you, I can only pretty much find baby blue and I think it's pink. My daughter mm-hmm. really wants the purple, and I can't find them anywhere. I know I talked to you about this before, Steve. Um, I'm just hoping it's more readily available. But it, it's cool that they're doing this and they're doing more of this. So I, I can't complain. Steve, Bobby, any thoughts on coloring of yeah, Deep I'm, Earth? I'm I'm uh, I'm a little angry at Jim Ryan. Uh, does he not know I just bought the Spider-Man edition, right? Uh, the, the Dual Sense and the console covers, and then he drops silver on me. Like, yeah, silver yeah. looks good, my guy. Right? Give me at least a month. Like I just on unba- like I still I haven't even thrown the boxes away yet because <laughs> I've been so busy. But like they're still in in my apartment. Like let let. I, I want to enjoy the Spider-Man console, but then they drop the silver one. I'm like, am I am I gonna have to swap them out already? Silver like, looks so good. Yeah. Silver looks clean. Silver looks the best. I think the red and the blue look a little bit too similar to the existing red and purple. I think they're a little too similar. That silver Great. is clean though. It gives me like PS1 vibes. Yes. Though at at first I thought it was the like throwback. I thought they were giving us like you know the the PlayStation gray great anniversary ones. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were getting that when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, they're doing it, and no, they didn't. One day. I guarantee you one day they'll do it. Well, they better because like that's the only way I, I would pull the trigger on anything else right now that like I cover. I mean, I like the purple. I have the purple. I have the black. I have the white ones. But these three colors aren't blowing me away. Like I like the silver, but it's too metallic. I want the the specific gray color they have on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to have the PlayStation logo with the original colors. Like I don't like this lack of color on the playstation logo it's just it doesn't feel like a playstation anymore to me it just feels like a console i want yeah the green the red the yellow and the The rainbow Mm. yeah i know you can get those stickers like i keep looking at them to like put inside that make it look that makes it look awesome but i'm with you dude i miss i miss the the bright colorful playstation logo yeah it it really it feels like a a bygone era for playstation because i mean that was when they're at their most creative and like you can mm. buy stickers on amazon for like a dollar yeah and yeah but but that's not the point the point is that they took it away from their their identity mm. it's like everything's yep. flat and like mono these days and like that just doesn't sit right with me like i i want them to stick with what they were known for right even on mm-hmm. the i think the dual sense edge i think the logos are on there right i believe the logos on the on the position button why would you add it to that and then not add it to the console yep i'm with you I miss I, I miss the good old colorful PlayStation logo days. Yeah, the original PlayStation is still one of my favorite designs of any console. I think even the PlayStation One; those yep. are two of the best looking consoles they've ever released. A hundred percent. Hell Divers Two got a big old spotlight. Showed off a bunch of gameplay with a, day, a date announcement: uh, February eighth, coming to PlayStation Five and 
uh, PC. I loved the first one. Very, very much yeah. enjoyed what I saw the second one. Very curious on how it's going to feel because obviously it's a big shift in terms of perspective and everything else. But I'm in on this. I think it looked awesome. Uh, Steve, is, is Helldivers 2 a day one for you? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't huge into the the original, but it's it's the adoption of this new perspective, this new scale and everything that's got me in. I'm a little disappointed, obviously, that it's now fallen into 2024. I thought this would, mm-hmm. would have been like a perfect kind of Again, like with Avatar, like a holiday yep. kind of game, that would have been awesome to especially with everybody home, right? Exactly. Like online yeah, because it's hard to like wrangle friends in and kind of do like this. this yeah, we don't of... have any. It's awkward. No, no, we're gamers, so we don't have any friends. <laughs> um, uh, but no, everything I, I I saw from this trailer was awesome. The team speak uh, trailers are always cringe. So can we just like, <laughs> yeah. drop that, or at least like yeah. get people who can like actually like actually just play the game and just exactly. if someone swears, just beep it out. Yeah, that's... is this gonna be us like yelling? Court and I are yelling and screaming at each other and swearing at each other playing mini golf. I can only imagine what would happen playing this. Well, oh, that's another win for Super. Like, go, go around the corner, get around, flank oh, on flank. Okay. No one says Maybe that. Oh no, this. you killed no. me. And I'm not saying it has to be like super realistic where someone's saying slurs at me, but I'm just saying like, can we just like <laughs> just drop the entire bit, or can we just like make it a little more fun? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby, is are you amped on Helldivers? Yeah, it reminds me of Returnal, so like I'm all in. And yeah, yeah. Just give it to me already. Like I, I, I like we said, it would have been a perfect December-ish, January game, but February. I mean, you're getting Persona and Final Fantasy VII that month, so it, it's already starting to feel packed already. So I mean, I don't know decision whether it's good or not. I mean, that's that's up to to the developers and the publishers, but. I'm all in. Either way, I'll, I'll try and play it. I'll hope I can finish it in time for for Rebirth because like that game's mm-hmm. going to consume my life for over 100 hours. If they can 100%. capture some of like the the co-op element, like at least the feel of the game to Outriders, I think this is perfect. Yeah, uh, it, it looks like a, a cross between like Outriders and the Division. A little and bit, I'm all yeah. over this. Like, I, it, exactly. I like I like those games. I, I've, I've been reading up on it, and this is one of the games. Was like, I this is also one of those games that I'm hoping is a PlayStation Plus. I think it's almost like perfect because I don't think it will mm-hmm. be. Yeah. I don't. This is not. That's not something they do. But it would be one of those perfect games, especially because it's multiplayer. To be like, hey, you know, this is a new strategy that Sony's going to be doing. How about you hop into this one? Everybody gets to have it if you have PlayStation Plus Extra. Everybody can play with each other. It's it's like when a game comes to Game Pass that everybody can play at the same time. Because this is a co-op shooter, I really hope it does. But I am also in day one. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like right up my alley. Yeah, hundred percent. I think this showed like super super well. I think it's been showing really well, and I I just hope that it's going to be fun, which I don't doubt it will be because it looks great. Um, we're gonna we're gonna skip past Spider Man Two here for a sec. Uh, Tales of Arise Beyond the Dawn was announced. I am very, very excited for this. A new expansion coming to Tales of Arise coming on November 9th. Uh, I loved, loved, loved the first one. This is the game that finally made Sean start playing RPGs. Uh, cannot, cannot, cannot wait for this. Um, I'm I'm entirely in. Uh, rest of the panel, was anybody else big on Tales of Arise? I liked it, but like I was telling you off the show, like I, it wasn't a proper Tales game to me. Like It, it had elements but it lost a lot of the the personality of a tales game so i mean i'm hoping it turns out well but yeah i mean i don't know i i kind of want more of the traditional tales games than more than what this was i think that's fair i i think this really did capture a lot of new people but yeah i, I do think it wasn't exactly 
what Tails is known for. But I'm I'm in for this. I, I can't wait. I'll definitely be playing it on launch. Uh, we're gonna breeze past a couple of these. Honkai, you didn't ask Court. Really you, didn't, you didn't ask Court what he thought of Tales of the Rise because I'm curious to hear what he says. We don't have to. I put myself on mute. Like there, oh, we're okay. gonna have this and like the next. Like let, let's Court literally thing walked up away. The thing that Court's waiting for to talk about. You don't want to play Honkai Star Rail because it's a no, really I don't care fun, about any fun of it. mobile game. Foam Stars don't care. It is Foam fun. Stars looks I mean, awesome. Uh, no, yep. Oh, Honkai coming to PS5. Right. I, I like both of these games. I'm legit curious about. I liked Honkai. I played it on mobile October 11th. Foam Star is coming. There's an open beta coming at the end of the month. Um, and then, of course, I, we there need go, to talk Bobby. about Final Fantasy go 7 ahead. Rebirth because Bobby and I were obviously freaking out. Uh, we got a launch date of February 29th. This Dude, is easily one of my most anticipated this we'll game back. <laughs> this year with Persona 3 Reload coming out at the beginning of February and Final Fantasy coming out at the end. Final Fantasy, like February, is stacked. It is the month. It is my birthday month. It is the month of two incredible and two of my favorite series. Uh, Bobby, this just looks so good. It is probably the most exciting trailer I've seen in like five years, more so than God of War Ragnarok's trailer. Agreed. Which, which I, th- which I, not saying is bad, but like the opening shot of Cloud and Zach looking up at Midgard, and it's like holy crap, that that's that's amazing. And then you see yep. Junin, and then you see Rufus, and then you start seeing like everything that that you remember as a kid where you see the emerald weapon and then you see cloud in his undercover uniform where he's trying to infiltrate uh shinra at junan so it's incredible and then they start adding more and more and they're starting adding kate sith which is very 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 important character to the story and then you start seeing uh i don't want to say vincent because he's he was teased but like then you start seeing all these things like you start seeing odin you start seeing alexander the summons it all starts coming together. It's like the first game was a nice little uh, introduction to what Final Fantasy VII is, but Final Fantasy Rebirth is is basically what the game truly is. It's it's the chocobo breeding. It's the chocobo racing. It's the mini games. It's 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 the revelations you start unpacking because mm-hmm. everything you thought you knew about Cloud and all his companions is not true. Yeah, I, I I just cannot wait for this Maximilian dude. I, I'm already waiting for his like theory crafting. He has some really really cool interesting stuff talking about what's actually going to be going on in this game. And with like we said, the cover art with Zach on it and everything. There's some really really wild stuff that this game can start doing to differentiate it from what came before. And I just I can't wait. I can't easily one of my most anticipated games February. So it's coming very very soon. Uh, I have full faith that they're going to stick to that. And as Steve alluded to earlier, two discs baby. Bringing it back to disc Blu-ray Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It, it's unbelievable that we're getting two discs in 2024. We're mm-hmm. not even... What is it? I think Blu-ray disc holds 100 gigs per per disc? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah, it's Get pretty ready. wild. Um, no, I, I really like the trailer. Uh, I mean, Bobby's listing off characters and things that I... I go over my head. I have no idea. But I, I love the first game. Was I was enamored by like... I was going to say that kitty cat looks awesome. I, I love uh, weird characters like that. Um, yeah, just the epic scale of this. I, I'm in, but I'm going in completely dark. I have no idea what I'm in store for because I gave up on the original Final, Final Fantasy VII. So I'm along for the ride, but I have no expectations other than I'm sure it will be good to great. Oh, it will be. It very yeah, much will be. Seriously. It, just everything looks incredible. Like they're putting everything into this game like you can tell like this is really where 
they're gonna make or break the next like five years of their company because like mm-hmm. as you know whatever happened in the past couple of days Square Enix was devalued by two billion dollars because of Forspoken and games like uh, Marvel's Avengers underperforming. So mm-hmm. they really need to make this game, you know, sing when it launches because one, it's a PlayStation exclusive for the next, for at least the first six months, which I'm starting to think is going to hurt them in the long run. It has been hurting them in the long run, so I think it's finally time to get this game on Xbox and PC day and date because, like, really. That's the only way they're going to hit the sales targets that Square has because they're known for having unrealistic sales targets. And that's always been why they, they've they uh, shot themselves in the foot when they release their sales uh, reports and all that. Yeah, they have ridiculous expectations. And I think, like you mentioned, I think this game, I mean, even Final Fantasy 16 by their metrics under underperformed for whatever reason. But this one is going to be the big one. This is going to be the huge next year. Next year is already shaping up to be an incredible year for Matt between Persona, Final Fantasy, and Like a Dragon, all hitting with new entries. Let's go, baby. But of course, we need to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man 2. We got a new trailer for it. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff here. We saw the quick swap between the characters. We saw what we think is Mysterio. We saw new abilities. We saw a whole lot more. But of course, the homie, Steve Monday, Steve Vigvari, took a little trip to LA recently. Steve, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, thanks to PlayStation Canada and Insomniac Games, I flew out to um, LA to, to play 90 minutes of the of the game and then also speak to insomniac to, to kind of get some you know more context to like what we're seeing here in the uh, this this state of play and essentially what i was what we were given was like this video for uh narrated by uh brian Intahar, and then uh yeah we just kind of dropped into the middle of the game i got to play as both spider-man in the black suit play as miles kind of see what they're both doing um in terms of the story in terms of mm-hmm. where they are it's nine months after the events of miles morales they're both kind of living as you know Sp- spider men and uh dealing with everyday life in their own regard but also you know dealing with craven dealing with lizard dealing with uh all this stuff so yeah i just figured you know i come on the show and kind of contextualize a lot of what we're seeing right now in this video because they're Brian, Brian went over a lot of stuff just to get people jazzed for this game. And I, I'm sure people have questions about it. I'm sure uh, you guys have questions. So I'm happy to answer anything and or just, uh, yeah, just gas this game up even more. So did you get to use the wingsuit? Yeah. So what is, how, how is, how does the, the flight feel compared to, a, say, you know, any other game that we've been able to fly, like a, an Anthem and all that kind of stuff? It, it's first beautiful. Class, first class, baby. Yeah, this is, I, I'm impressed. Like, uh, I love the swinging, and I was like, well, why are you guys improving the swinging? The swinging is perfect. That's what I want to do with Spider Man. And within maybe, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of, of flying around with the, the, the wingsuit, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, this is it. Like, they, they perfectly integrated both to complement each other and not take away from the swinging. Because, yeah, you can still swing. You can still gain momentum. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot more fresh when you're swinging through the city. But then integrating the the the, the, the wingsuit, it, it just feels so nice when you pop those open. You can go all the way down to, like, street level, just, like, skimming, uh, like, the, the sidewalk almost, and then come back all the way up. Um, there are, like, air drafts coming in between buildings that you can kind of, like, follow and use that to gain momentum. You're seeing that on the, the screen right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you can just, like, kind of, like, 
flip between the two uh however you want you're not beholden to just use the suit the 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 wings or just use swinging like you can do both and i think it really goes a long way to kind of speed things up especially because they're doubling the size of the map you have to you have to freshen things up a little bit when they're adding queens and and brooklyn uh it's a lot to go and uh traverse through especially because you're crossing over the water as well um so having the the, the web suit there uh to kind of get you from point a to point b it feels it feels so good i'm i'm a true believer in it are you when you switch between the two characters is it a lot like grand theft auto you Is nailed it. it. All, you right. Nailed All right. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, so. you you absolutely nailed it. And you actually see like something really cool in the in the state of play trailer here is that when you switch both characters are kind of persistently existing in this world. Um, so, for instance, if you're playing as Miles and you switch to Peter, Peter's just doing stuff like he's swinging around New York or he's like fighting crime or stuff like that. In the trailer, you see like he's just doing crunches on the side of the building. It is very much like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like if you go and transition over to Trevor, it goes like all the way over to his, uh, you know, trailer in the middle of nowhere. And he's just, you know, making math or whatever he was doing, beating up a dude. <laughs> And it, it is that is it, it yeah, makes, that was that. makes it so much more immersive in that these characters are just existing. They're living their lives. They're doing. They're not. They're not like waiting for the player to be like, "All right, Peter's up next. Time to time to leave my house." You know. So it, it's a very cool thing. So I have to ask then, because like you mentioned, we have large amounts of water, mm. and and traditionally, when you get into Spider-Man games, Spider-Man does not get along with water. So did you try diving in? What happens? Are you tossed out? Can you swim? What, what can you can you talk about the water, Steve? I can talk about the water and all these little nerds out there. Uh, the puddles, oh no, puddle gate. <laughs> Guys, they they address the water tenfold. If you're if you're flying uh, or swinging and you hit the water, you just skim across it. It's so stylized, like you're just like yeah, you're just like, pew, 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 pew. like you're just like sliding across it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like, yeah, because when you think about it, it's not fun if you have to like land in the water and then you have to like, you know, grapple to something, pull yourself out and then start getting momentum over again. So yeah, if you're hmm. crossing from Queens into uh, proper, proper New York and you hit the water, you just keep going. Like you're just like holding onto your web and you're just skimming the water and then you just pull yourself up. How's the draw distance? Beautiful. Yeah, this this game is built for the PS5 from the ground up. It uses the SSD extensively. Not that I got to try this, but they, they were talking about the fact that if you see an icon on your map, you can just transport yourself there instantaneously it's not it's not like nice. the subway stuff that you had to do back in the day like fast travel is just instant uh they really want you to get from point a to point b however you want and as fast as you want um which in, again it, it, the draw distance if you're standing on the skyscraper you can see as far as like the eye can see like this it's way more improved than the standard like the original spider-man did you walk up and down the city streets to see the interactions with the npcs how they would differ compared because they were there was a lot of interaction in the first two games and i'm wondering yeah. how if it, it was if it looked busier if there's more npcs if they've like you know made the city feel more alive 
it feels about the same. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I not that I'm disappointed in that because I mean a lot of the fun in Spider-Man interactions is with you in the buildings, to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that there are nice little Easter eggs and moments, but especially when I only had 90 minutes of it, I didn't really spend too much time just kind of meandering the streets, to be honest. I was doing more like the the content side of it. Now, is the combat feeling any different on say dual sense functionality? I, I would I would think they might have added more um immersion with regards to the dual sense with the combat not really there's um it, it, the haptics definitely feel great um when you're fighting and stuff like that the triggers it's adaptive trigger stuff um one of the things is that there's there's a, a moment in the story mission where you and you and harry are uh repairing a a particle accelerator and uh, basically it's kind of like an arkham game um or, or or something akin to that so you're almost using like the haptic triggers to uh, hold a position like on a scale okay and it, it's cool it, it's it's just a little fun little thing that they chose to do to kind of incorporate the, the adaptive triggers a little more than most studios nowadays do um it was kind of fun that it's like at one point you're supposed to like hold them evenly so it's like both uh both amount of pressure on on both triggers but then one uh, then like the second round of it is like okay one one has to be held a little deeper than the other one so you kind of have to coordinate um yeah uh, i wasn't blown away by the dual sense functionality but at this what about the symbiote suit? In, how did it feel especially in combat oh it's nice uh so it has its own skill tree it has its own unique abilities um obviously we see in the the trailer there there's moments where uh peter will like shoot out uh these large tendrils out of his hands pick enemies up slam them into the ground um he's also uh shooting like tendrils out of his body knocking uh enemies over and stuff like that i think more or less like a lot of the combat that peter has when fighting in the the black suit feels visceral it feels way more brutal like he's he's messing enemies up like to the point where like i you don't really see that come out of spider-man or peter uh ever so it's kind of off-putting you're like oof like this is a brand new peter and yuri's doing a hell of a job like with the voice acting kind of going like you can tell when he's making the cracks between like peter peter and then like dark side peter like the the symbiote peter um it, it, yeah all in all like i'm really impressed with what they're doing with the black suit uh with the symbiote suit um i think players are going to be really really uh is, they're going to enjoy it for sure oh i can't wait i yeah. can't wait uh steve i gotta ask just to kind of you know round out the conversation here absolutely is there anything that surprised you anything that you like really want people to take away into the hype that is the next month leading up to this game anything from your time with the game that you were like this was awesome this was so cool or this is something that people need to know about i think it's the story to be honest um I, yeah i think interweaving uh such unique characters that you never really see interact with one another so you have craven you have venom there you have lizard it's not the the standard rogues gallery that you're kind of used to seeing all together in one story um even in the lead up to spider-man 2 i was like oh this is an interesting kind of combination of characters that we're seeing here i don't know what to really take away from it but the way that they frame the reasoning of each character's kind of existence in the story, albeit Venom, I, I still don't have a, a lick of clue about Venom or anything, but the reason uh, Lizard is there versus Craven, I love what they're doing with this. I, I think fans are going to really enjoy all the stuff that they're doing with these characters. 
I'm not the biggest Craven fan to begin with, but in the very first scene that kind of opens up opened up my demo with the interaction between Peter and, and Craven, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy rocks. I can't wait to see what they do with this character. I love the voice voice acting. I love the brutality that he's bringing to it. I'm in for this. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so stoked. Congrats again for getting Thank out you. there. That's such Thank a cool you. experience. Um, you know, kudos to you and all the hard work that you've been doing. Um, so you had to give you your flowers for that, man, because that's such a unique and amazing opportunity. And Court and I are not at all jealous. Not even a little bit. Not even 1%. No, no, no we'll all go on our on our press trip soon. Don't worry. We'll, we'll all be out there at, at one of them. Yes, we will be all hugging and just 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 busting all over the place just busting, in person man. just busting lord have mercy <laughs> i'm a, about to bust just a bunch of bros busting all over the place but that brings us to the finale of this wonderful crossover episode folks thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching of course you can find us all at console creatures and of course court is driving his big old bus uh you can find me on x at Matt underscore Silver Soul and on the PlayStation Drive each and every week. And now, also on Console Creatures, you'll see my name on the site as I'm helping write and I've joined the team officially. Court, what about yourself? Where can people find you? You can find me at Court Lalonde on Twitter because I am never changing the name. You can also find me at Carpool Gaming as I do the socials. You can also find me every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern at Three Dads in a Console. And you can find my writing at Console Creatures. I think yes, that's my resume you- now. It's a pretty long one, but it's there. It's there. It's there. Just a whole, just a whole bunch a of stuff. Now. And I'm proud of you for all of it. Look at you, Steve Parker. What about you, my dude? Where can people find you? I, the, the last names are just adding up. They're just yeah. I know. Um, just... Yeah, you can find me all across the internet on every social media platform at svikvari. Uh, you can also find me every week on the Creature Cast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff where we have you know an in-depth uh, Spider-Man preview for you, including an, uh, an audio interview, and then yeah, it's more stuff over at Console Creatures. I'm so happy that you two are are now you know writing content over there. Uh, that's that's very cool and i hope we do more of these crossover episodes because yeah i love these these are a lot of fun you like busting on us, are, eh? oh, just a whole bunch of communal busting bobby my dude what about you my friend where can people find you in the bath because i feel so gross right now <laughs> just, uh, uh, all those spider ec- webs eh? all this ectoplasm everywhere <laughs> uh, i think that makes it worse oh uh, man you guys are ridiculous hey busting makes me you... feel good you know oh god oh god just go to bed you gotta go to bed soon you're 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 is beyond your bedtime right now it is it's not a lie it's not uh, a lie uh, bobby's man. busting into the mic false <laughs> false you can find me on twitter because it's not x it's twitter you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Causal Creatures. You can find me on every social platform. And you can find me rizzing on court. Oh. Rizzing on court. Get your riz on, my friends. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all very, very much. And one of these crossovers will happen again soon. Follow Console Creatures. Follow the Creature Cast. Follow PlayStation Drive. Find us in all the places. We appreciate you all. And we'll see you next time. And of course, before we go, we have to thank our incredible patrons. We love and appreciate you all very, very much. But of course, we need to shout out our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, who's at the List Podcast. It's in the description below. Sean was just a just a guest on there, so go check that out. Tony Baker, who you can find at YouTube.com/slash Quest for Pixels. 
Jonathan Brown, whose link tree is pme.jib. Lena Varro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, who you can find over at phoenixoverdrive.com. And of course, Trucker Sloth. Our platinum producer, RJ Kern. And our gold members, Adam K, Anna, Awesome Dave1337, Bowza, Cecily Carosa, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, John32, Marcus O'Neill, Marcus McCracken, Most Bankins, Peihei EP, Shy Guy, and Tim Alf. Thank you all very, very much. We appreciate you all incredibly. Peace.